Favorite podcast is back. Welcome to Men with Mics, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Casey Drake. Here with me, as always, is my good friend, Lord Don Chen's Lord of Content. Don Chen. I was calling myself the Lord of Content because I am. We kind of uh, give ourselves pep talks before we start recording. Yeah, these we things. hype each other up. We high five. We do like a nice dance. There's, we should record our ritual pre-show ritual for the people. I I stare at myself in the mirror and I just say, "You're so fucking funny. You're so sick. You're gonna be so funny today. You're gonna make laughs, haha's. Whoa." That was a really interesting thought you just had. <laughs> wow. And you're so handsome. <laughs> Who's this handsome guy I'm looking at? Oh, wait, that's me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> yeah. And then we kiss. He always, <laughs> like, no matter what we talk about on this show, it always comes back to you kissing someone. You. Usually, <laughs> usually a male of some sort. Or uh, Betty, who's kissing herself right now. She's disgusting. She's so hot. Um, how's it going? It's good. How have you been? Hungover. Yeah. Drunk and hungover. Yeah. Yesterday was a brutal hungover day. I had to drive four hours to Delaware while like brutally hungover. It was yeah. a slog. You know what got me through though? What? Thinking about me? The most recent Men With Mike's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It got me through the- You listen- Oh, wait. Oh, you actually listened to it I on the drive? I listened to it on the drive, yeah. Taking notes, watching game tape? Exactly. Yeah. It was actually my second time through. <laughs> I was, And I was actually taking notes on this one. I was like, ah, oh, that was a funny spot. How, how do we do? Uh, we did good. Yeah. There, there's some spots for improvement, always. Yeah. You yeah. always got to look at yourself in the mirror and understand where you can get better. But other than that, I thought we had a pretty good episode last, nice, nice, last nice. week. Um, I have something I want to show you. I haven't shown you since you've been here, okay. but I think you'll find it funny. Okay. It's more of a visual cue. So for the listeners, apologies. Um, but I was, you guys know how I love headbands and I was outside yesterday all day at my oh, cousin's graduation party and it's be. pretty brutal. It's a headband tan line. <gasps> it's bad. Oh isn't shit, it? dude. It's like a, like a line straight across my forehead. Yeah. Oh, wait, turn your head the other way. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait, that's not good. It's oh, bad. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not good. You can't not wear a headband. I can't not wear a headband now for a little while. And also I'm like really self-conscious about my receding hairline. And this tan line <laughs> makes the receding <laughs> hairline look so much worse. It's almost like I highlighted my hairline. Like I took a, a yellow highlighter and I went, look at this part of me. That's what I'm See, really, right here that that I'm really, really insecure about. Yeah. about. So now I'm going to have to wear my hippie headbands on my work calls this entire week. <laughs> be like hippie. My boss is like, do you want to take the headband off maybe for this con? I'm like, mm -mm, no, no, need mm, not doing it. Nope. Damn dude. That's, that is scary though. Like, like when people are bald and they go golfing and then they have the hat tan line, like that is something to be concerned about. It's actually my favorite kind of getting tan slash burned where yesterday, you know, it wasn't too hot out. It was pretty cloudy. So the sun wasn't out all that Sneaks much up on you. I love the sneaky one. Most people hate it. People are like, oh, I hate, you know, 
when you don't know you're getting sunburnt because the sun's behind the clouds, but the UVs are still coming through. I'm like, no, 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 no. Au contraire, sir. (laughs) I love that kind of sunburn. That's the kind of sunburn that I live for where I'm like just enjoying myself and I have no idea it's happening. The one where you're on the beach and the sun's out and it's you shining. You know you're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, and just all day I'm just like, is this is going to hurt later. Yeah. I don't like that one. See, I never get concerned about getting burned because I get burned. I'm like, oh, no, I'm so burned. And then the next day I'm just fucking golden, crispy, tan, gold. golden yeah. brown. It looks so fucking cute. It's great. Yeah. You don't yeah. understand how lucky you have it. Us pasty white males, we have to deal with yeah. sunburn often. I have a lot of issues, but being pasty is not one of them. I was just no- speaking of issues I have. I was noticing I just went to the bathroom before we started recording. My nose hairs are out of control. Just noticed that before. Really insecure about that. And I don't understand. Like I go in there and clean that shit up. Like a week later, it's like I didn't even do it. I don't know how that happens. Does nose hair grow that fast? I, I yes, because um, Haley actually, which Haley bought me nose hair trimmers for Christmas. <laughs> Time to tell you something. Of, it was <laughs> one of those moments of oh. I didn't realize these were that out of control. <laughs> Tell until, me how you really feel. Until just now. Um, and I've used it once or twice. They do come back so fast. So fast. And dude, uh, you know how they say, oh, when you know, if you like tweeze your eyebrows or you shave this, like it comes back thicker. I've never found that to truly be the case, except with my nose hair. It's like, I think I need a samurai sword or something to cut this shit down. Like a mini little sword. Also, you know how when you uh, shave a part of your body and it starts to grow back. It's really itchy. Yes. Well, the nostrils are the same way. Yeah. So as those hairs start to come back in, it's itchy. And then you just look like you're picking your nose all day. Yeah. But you're like, no, I swear. So the thing is I have really (laughs) long nose hairs and I trimmed them like a couple of days ago. They grow back fast and thicker when you trim something and it's itchy. So I was just itching the inside of my nostril. So bad. It's the worst. And it's also scary to think about. I'm having this issue and I'm trimming it regularly. How crazy would I look if I just let it rage? Have you ever seen the old guys with the big long nose hairs that stick or out the their ear nose? Hairs. Ear hair is like weirder. Because ear hair, it's like I like nose hair. It's, everyone has nose hair. Like people don't have ear hair like that, dude. How did that happen to you? You know what? Uh, our principal of our middle school when I was growing up had the longest knuckle hairs. Like, you know, the tiny little hairs that grow right here on your knuckles. Hair. It was weird. It used to <laughs> consistently weird me out. You know what else I've noticed that's weird is just how people's like the their body hair is kind of different. Like for me, like I think we've talked about having back hair and how that sucks. But what happens to me is I get really bad shoulder hair. Hairy like shoulders. It comes into the back of my shoulders are crazy hairy. And I saw some guy at the gym the other day and he was wearing a tank top and he was like the reverse of me. Like his arms were crazy fucking hairy and then his shoulders were nothing. It's like. Do you remember the guy? Um, I forget which school he played for, but in college he played against Gettysburg and he had super hairy shoulders and like basketball jerseys. You can see the we shoulders. We were trolling the shit out of him. The one game being like hairy shoulders. Hey, Harry, <laughs> like just yelling at him. And then the next game he came back and he, he shaved had him? shaved his shoulders. <gasps> dude, that's worse. And we ripped him apart yeah, for it. We were like, dude. oh my God, you <laughs> shaved your shoulders, dude. Yeah. Like we rent free, rent free in your head. Yeah. You got to like let that shit rave. Once you're the hairy shoulders guy, you got to commit to being the hairy shoulders guy, I think. Also, I know you don't follow golf, uh, but speaking of rent free in your head, have you been seeing any of this back and forth between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau? Yes. And Bryson last weekend having people thrown out of the event for yelling let's go brooksy 
I think I saw that happen once. He did that. I don't know if that was the most recent time, but I think people do that a lot to him now because they know it pisses him off. But th- this just started last weekend. Gotcha. So this so was I did see it probably. Then, yeah. yeah. But he was him and his caddy were pointing people out and having them tossed from the event because he because people because they're saying, let's go, Brooksy. Is it against the rules to root for someone else? No, I think he's just a little bitch. Yeah. Right. Also, I love the video of him doing the curls like a total asshole at the weight that's way too heavy for him right after that one tournament. He just like looks like an idiot. Imagine if you went to a imagine if you went to, let's say, the Nets Bucks playoff game and you just started cheering for the Knicks and they threw you out of the arena because you were cheering for the Knicks. They're like, this isn't a Knicks game. It's a Nets game. You're gone, buddy. (laughs) Get out of here. Who do you think you are? What the fuck? Speaking of that. It's kind of similar. The the shit with how Giannis takes forever to shoot a fucking free throw. Do you see the Nets started putting a clock on him? They on the jumbotron they would start counting how long it was taking him to shoot. Oh really? And the NBA told the Nets like you like stop doing that. Like you're being mean. What? Like the, so the team was putting on the jumbotron. They were like, nah, like don't do that. You're being mean to him. I've always wondered how far the people that run the music and the clock and all those people like how far they can toe the line yeah. of you're actually fucking with the game now but that's not much of a line like the line must be pretty you know like you're like, on, like what if the people running the music just like right when people were going to shoot their free throw they were just like <laughs> <laughs> just just blare the fucking horn so loud every time yeah because they play music while people are playing you know yeah. what i mean like as soon as someone's going to shoot a three every single time someone pulls up for a three you just like jam on all the key you're like bum, yeah, bum, play, bum, play bum, every bum, noise bum. you can at once <laughs> yeah i wonder yeah it's actually true they probably get in trouble for that really quickly i'm sure there's a really cool guy on tiktok actually i recommend following he runs the he's the organ player for the atlanta hawks that's interesting yeah and hello he has a camera on him and you get to see him, uh, you know, when they go from offense to defense and how he changes what he's playing and shit like that. <laughs> it's surprising it's not a recorded thing. They have someone live playing the organ just a little while. I thought the same thing the first time I saw him. Yeah, it's, I feel like that's so unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> just it unnecessary feels, expense for the team. It's a bit, It's very Atlanta of them to do. It is pretty Atlanta. It's a big music spot, too. Yeah. So they, they respect the music grind. Um, dude, I am like... I don't came in focus. Yeah. I'm seeing like three of you. I'm like LeBron. You're noodle. Just looking at the middle one. <laughs> You're noodle right now. You got I'm, a noodle brain. I'm very noodle. A wet I'm, noodle brain. Dude, what's crazy is I, this weekend, I drank two nights in a row. Unlike me, I haven't done that in a long time. Two nights in a row, folks. And I drank a lot both nights. Last night or yesterday, I was drinking during the day. I was drinking for a while. I got hung over before the party was over. I was at an engagement party and the engagement party was still going on and I started getting hungover. I've never had that happen to me before. Were you, you were drinking the whole time? Yes. You didn't like, you weren't hungover from Friday night and just slowly no, sipping. I had gotten over that hangover, went back in for the next day. And then by like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I was like, yo, I feel really fucking hungover right now. It was crazy. I've never had that happened before. I tried to battle through my hangover yesterday night. With or yesterday, I got to my cousin's graduation party and my uncle had a keg there and I poured myself one of them and I was trying to muscle it down. I taught my cousins what hair the dog meant. Yeah, I was like crucial because first I saw my they were they're like 13 years old and I saw them there at first. And I was telling 13 year old kids to drink. No, I wasn't telling them to drink. I was explaining to them what hair the dog means. 
because at first when I saw them, I said, hello, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm super tired today. Like, I'm really hungover. I was drinking last night with Haley and her family and then had to drive here and blah, blah, blah. And then later they come up to me and they see me drinking a beer and they were confused because they're like, we thought you said you were hungover. Oh, you naive little boy. Why, why are you drinking again? And I was like, well, do you guys know what hair the dog is? They're like, no, what's that? So I explained hair of the dog to them and they go, so you just getting drunk again? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind of, I guess. Now that you that's say exactly it like what that, I'm doing, yeah. that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's the attempt I'm making. Yeah, I also, it was rough. I had to uh, go to a, a mass I had to go to church with my family the morning after the first night of drinking, which was always, that's always the worst thing that I forgot. One thing I forgot about drinking is like you go out and you're, you have to do something with your family the next day and no one else hung over but you. And then you don't want to be like the drunk idiots. And I have to try and play it up like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm not hung over at all, but I'm fucking miserable about to fall asleep. Yeah, no, I, I sort of feel like that a little bit. But also, my family's a bunch of degenerates, so they're all kind of like, uh, my yeah, family's that's not. our boy. <laughs> no, my family, they're like, they make the biggest deal. Like, oh, Chen's is hungover. Like, oh, and they make a huge deal about it. It's like, all right, yeah, like, I drank once. Like, fucking relax. <laughs> fucking they didn't do that to me this time. I think I did a good job of pretending I was okay. Nice. You know what everyone said to me as soon as I got to my cousin's graduation party? Because uh, Haley couldn't come with me because she had to do the rest of the thing with her family. Um, and I bounced out of that early and went by myself. And I kid you not, every single person that I saw as I got there and was saying hello to them and everything, every single person was like, where's your better looking, better, more awesome half? Uh, did they make it? Did she make it down with you? Like, oh, where's that? Where's the cute one of the couple? Where's the good looking one? of the, I was like very insulted by the end of that. I was like, <laughs> all right, people, I'm the reason far. that she would have been invited at all to this party. <laughs> Haley's not here without Casey being here. So fuck all of you. But like they all kept making that same old person joke of like, yeah. where's your better half? Oh, where's the good looking one of the couple? Yeah. I think we talked about that, that like family members always have those jokes that they just ride. Everyone rides the same couple jokes. Like, all right, I haven't heard that one 50 other fucking times today. Yeah. I was, uh, I mentioned this to you right before the podcast, but I was talking to a lot of my family members and you know, when you're making small talk and conversation, you kind of have to like, you go back to the same things over and over again. You go back to that. Well, I've realized that I just recycle the shit that I say on the podcast. I'm like, oh, like that's a funny thing I could talk about in a conversation <laughs> with someone. And then people will be like, oh, so how's that podcast that you have going? I'm like, well, oh, well you just heard it. <laughs> don't go listen now because you're going to be sadly you're going to be sad that I didn't come up with anything original for our conversation. <laughs> it's all been used on the podcast before. I do that a lot, too, but I, I just had this thought now. We should be doing the reverse. We should be testing out bits on family and friends at these things and seeing what works and then doing that on the show. I think we're fucking it up. Again, more and more I keep getting as well. You should use this on your podcast. Yeah. That I, and then I, I don't have the heart to tell someone that what they just said wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to write it down right now. I always had that problem with- They look uh, at me like, write it down. <laughs> Why aren't you writing it? Write it down. Take notes. You said you're going to write I'll it down it and again. use it. <laughs> I've had, I had that problem with my last podcast when I was interviewing people. The, like, it wasn't like, oh, you should use that on the podcast. It would be people saying, oh, I should be on the podcast. And it's always like, oh, yeah, like, that'd be cool. We should do that. <laughs> one like, time. One time. This is third episode in a row for a shout out for my buddy, Derek. But one time when Manny and I were first starting our podcast, 
the original concept for the podcast. It was called Chubbs and Friends. And I was like, I'm just going to call a different friend every week and have a conversation with them over the phone. Then the one when I called Manny went so well, I was like, Manny, just come on every week with me. But I still kind of tried to mix in that whole, like, let's call a friend. And my friend Derek was like, I want to come on. I'll be so good. I want to come on. I swear to God, we called him and he just didn't talk. <laughs> like it was the strangest thing. We stayed on the phone with him for 15 minutes and then we hung up and Manny and I called each other afterwards. And I was like, well, we can't use any of that. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I think he just wanted to listen live because it didn't just want to be a part of the show. His bachelor party was coming up and like Manny would be like, so like, what are you going to do for your bachelor party? And he would be like, uh, I don't know. Casey, you tell him. <laughs> I was like, dude, why are you here if you don't want to say anything? Yeah. Like uh, on my show, I was like, I'd interview like people who are like athletes and like I had like Olympic athletes and NFL players and musical artists. And then some be like, oh, like you should interview me. And I would just be like, yeah, but I really want to be like, well, what would I interview you why? about? Like, <laughs> so you're an why? accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know what we talk about, but yeah, yeah sure. Like maybe at some point. Um, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. So uh, going back to me being hung, getting hung over mid party, um, I also so Friday I went out and it was like a regular night in New York as if COVID never happened. And I was saying to you before we recorded how a few weeks ago I did the bit on. I talked about like, oh, like all the things I forgot about going to the gym when it was normal. Uh, so this week I kind of had a similar like thoughts of like, oh, what I forgot about going out. So like going into that night, I've always been like, oh, like I really miss going out. Like, oh, it'd be so fun. Dude, two minutes into a normal night out, I was like, fuck this. I don't know why I ever did this in the first place. Like, Dude, I went to a bar in Asbury Park and I just felt so weird. Oh, it's like, I was like, wow, I forgot how much I disliked being out. <laughs> it's not even that, but it's also like being in New York, dude, drinks are so expensive. So like I, I always used to say before COVID, I'd be like, dude, I can't save money. Like, I don't get it. It's like, I get it. You spent, you go out and you be like, I spent no money last night. Easily spent a hundred bucks. You can't go out Easily. without spending a hundred. It's impossible. Yeah. Just getting somewhere you're spending a hundred bucks. And that's if you're not eating. This is if you're yeah. having dinner at your house before you make it out. You have dinner, you drank before you left. And then all you did was uh, transportation and got one beer out. You probably spent a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Easily. Easy. So I was, I was like that trying to squeeze into the bar to get, to get the bartender's attention. Like you're trying to squeeze in, you have like three inches of space between people. You have girls who they're bodying you and just acting like they have the right to order a drink and you can't body them back. So you just got to deal with it. I hate to be like the cool hipster guy here. I mean, that's, that's your vibe. That's, it's kind of my vibe. Are, I know. <laughs> but the reason I... I feel like I rarely ever hung out with Gettysburg people in New York City when I was living there as well is every time I would go hang out with a group of Gettysburg people, they were at one of these bars that you're talking about where you can't fucking move. Can't, couldn't and I don't move, care dude. if it's the best bar in New York City. It's not fun. It's not fun if I can't move. I, I legitimately would prefer to go to the diviest shitty little place and sit on a bar stool and hang or like at least be able to move and move interact and a little bit i'm yeah. a dancer i gotta get my moves on usually when i go out yeah and then you're at those bar like those kinds of bars and people like people are dancing but you can't move so everyone's just spilling drinks on each other and you're bumping into people and there's always guys who like if you accidentally bump them a little bit they're like ready to fight you, you everyone's like, that, no i'm not, not saying me thing. i'm saying other people not other people thing. do that that's true if you if someone if you accidentally bump someone and spill your drink on them you think they're just gonna be like hey thanks man they, people get mad no but i hope they would understand it's an accident no people do not understand that it's an accident do 
I have too bright of a view on society as I a think, whole? I think people just are probably trying to fight you and you're just like in another world and don't even realize people like half the bar is going to fucking knock you out. <laughs> no just, clue. You just absolutely nailed it. I'm just in the middle of the bar like, like dancing, bumping so into hard. people everywhere around me and everybody's just staring at me like this and Everyone's I have no like, idea. This fucking kid bumps me one more time and I clock him. <laughs> you have no clue that that's even happening. But they never did. No cheap shots. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was, dude, I walked in the hottest bar in New York. I'm fucking sweat right through my shirt within seconds it was uh it was I, horrible. When, when i lived in uh in the house senior year i would change shirts three or four times a night i believe that yeah i, I wish i could do that I, I wish there was a way to easily bring a change of clothes out with you because i needed it on friday it's it's one of my most self-conscious things it's also funny it's impossible to hit on a girl when you're soaking wet <laughs> yeah, but it, like Friday when I was there, unless you're at a water wet. park, the, <laughs> the only time you can successfully hit on a girl soaking wet is at a water park or at a beach. I have to be honest; I've never tried to hit on a girl at a water park. Although I'm, I don't think I've been to a water park exactly. as an adult. Like, <laughs> like, yes, you have tried to hit on a girl. It was like, but 14. it was different back yeah. then. You yeah. like kicked her in the leg or something. Yeah, I was like, oh hi. <laughs> but uh, that's also funny about going out too. Like you always, like I always go out. Like, oh, there's gonna be chicks there. Like, I'm a, I, the music's too loud. I don't talk to a single girl. I'm way too scared. And then all I do is stand in the corner and talk to my friends and don't talk to a single girl. And so it's like, oh, I'm going to go out and talk to chicks. I don't. I just talk to my same friends every time. I should just do that at someone's apartment and save money. You know, a funny thing I realized about bars this weekend, because I was hanging with Haley's dad and he was looking around. He's like, is it just me? Or does it feel like there's like three times as many girls in this bar as there are guys? And I, I like took a look and then he took a deeper look and he was like, oh, wait, never mind. Like, he's like, there's guys everywhere. It's just like the girls just keep walking past us. And I was like, that's how it works at the bars. I was explaining to him, yeah. guys, find a spot, post up, they don't move. Girls strut their shit and walk like around the bar. Yeah. And then they'll stop for a little bit at a group of guys that they might be talking to. Then they'll do another lap and just kind of, and then all the guys sit there while these girls keep doing different laps around the bar and going to different areas of the bar and shit. You know what's actually happened? It happens like a little bit and I always think it's annoying. Like sometimes, because girls, usually the, the dynamic is the guys approach the girls. So a lot of times I'll be out and there'll be a group of girls that they, they come over around my group of friends and they're you could tell they're trying to be like hey come talk to us like they're trying to give you the look and like hover around yeah and then they get sometimes like it's just no one's interested and we just don't and they get mad that you don't and it's like why do you assume that like i'm obligated to hit on you just because you're next to me like i don't know sometimes sometimes when i notice girls are doing that even if they're hot and I know they want to talk to me. I'll be like, nah, like you think I have to talk to you just because you're standing around me and I'll intentionally won't do it. That's a good approach. Nag, <laughs> yeah. Nag the shit out of yeah, them. I'll just be like, nah. Yeah, but then I just don't get any girls because I do that. That's fine. It'll work its way around eventually. <laughs> yeah, but then that is why I don't end up with a girl. After I love that this right. entire interaction that you just described, though, all is only in your head. You have you have no actual idea. Like you're making a, a no. I'm not. You're making a good educated guess. No, I'm 100 percent positive. I'm very, I pick up on that stuff very well. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. No, I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, 100. I do the same thing. Don't give me like I'm not calling you out for it. I think I do the same thing. I think everyone knows. I think, but it's I also people, entirely possible that it's completely in our heads when we have. No, nah, I don't think so because I think girls make it obvious. I think in those situations. 
Like that's that's the dance you're doing. The girls are making it obvious that they want you to talk to them and then it's your job to go talk to them. So I think they're they're doing their part and then I'm not doing my part because I'm like, fuck you, don't tell don't act like I have to talk to you. But Whoa, you, would, up? you would realize <laughs> this is the most involved you've ever gotten the podcast yeah. before, Betty. Don't hurt the equipment. If we get static in the mic because you're near this equipment, I'm gonna lose my shit on you, cat. I'm just worried about I hope she doesn't hit pause. What if she like we she deletes it? <laughs> <laughs> um imagine how that would sound. Not to get rapey, but in the court of <laughs> in the court of law, though, if you were trying to explain yourself, you're like, you well, you know, I knew I was 100 <laughs> yeah, percent positive. Giving me the vibe. She and, they're like, the and they're like, she said something to you. No, she just hovered around. Me. No, she was just hovering and she looked at me and you know, <laughs> that look, sir, <laughs> your honor, <laughs> your honor. <laughs> um, trying to think what else I was sweating all over. People was gross this weekend. Um, also, I forget. The other I thing- enjoy sweating on people. I don't enjoy getting sweat on. I feel like that's one and the same. <laughs> like there's a difference. I also hate, dude, another thing that sucks about going out is I care about how I look. Like I want to dress nice, but then shoes, you ruin your shoes. Going out, you just fuck your shoes up. I've, I'm never, I've never been a big shoes guy, so I can't relate. <sighs> so it's honestly. Worse. Sometimes like I wanted to have a nice outfit, but then you have the choice of, well, do I wear good shoes or do I wear these shoes that look like they were in the ATO basement fucking destroyed? And now it's like this ruined my vibe. This ruined my fit. See, I wear the same pair of shoes just out of pure laziness for like, look at these. I've been wearing these shoes. Those are, but those don't look too dirty. Like you can get, like you can get away with those. Yeah. But those hold up. Probably not if I wore them out in a bar in New York. I haven't been to a bar in New York City. So yeah, I wore flip flops to the bar this weekend because we were down by the beach. That's nice. It it was brutal. I wish I, as soon as I got like, well, it was in a crowded bar you're saying? It wasn't super crowded and I didn't get my toes stepped on or anything, but I just felt weird. I don't know. When you when you have flip-flops on in a bar <laughs> at midnight, you feel weird. Yeah, toes are out. Yeah, toes yeah, toes out for the boys at midnight and I kept, at a bar. And when crazy. people like you get nudged or anything like that and people are spilling their drinks and stuff, maybe they're just dancing and spilling their drinks, you feel every little yeah, every little true. droplet that hits yeah. your toes. I was like, "Oh, Oh, Ew, that's true. I was, like, I was saying you get your shoes fucked up, but now it's just your feet are getting yeah, fucked up." <laughs> exactly. He, yeah. Oh, what else? Oh, uh, Ubers were expensive. Getting like drunk food and I'm getting the drunk. I'm getting drunk food knowing I'm going to feel terrible the next day. It's all that. I think we've hit a point with Ubers and also I'd put um, like delivery food in the yeah. same category where and we all knew it was coming because the early days of Uber and these delivery foods and everything was just deals on deals on deals to yeah. get everyone to start using it they're shafting us now yeah i think we've hit that point where now they know that we rely on them yeah and we are are we're fucked yeah because ubers are just uh, every time i've looked up an uber recently so expensive ungodly expensive I spent, and delivery foods the same way it's like they're not even trying to fuck around they're like yeah. yes it's gonna cost you a lot of money <laughs> and you're like i guess i'm gonna it's pay just, for it it just it's it says your subtotal says delivery fee just says next to it a lot <laughs> instead of a number <laughs> Um, should I just burp? Um, do it into the mic next time. <laughs> wow. Um, fuck. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, with Ubers, I spent $50, $60 on an Uber yesterday for a 12 minute drive with no traffic. And they were like, oh, it's crazy busy. There was no, it was two in the morning. There was nobody did, around. Did you go city to New Jersey? Yeah. But you even, got the toll. You got an $18 but, toll there. But even without that like i actually put the wrong address at some point and it was just down in manhattan that was still 40 bucks like that's still a lot weird yeah it's just i don't know it's so it's i, I wonder if cabs are cheaper now 
doing a regular yellow cab. I used to actually take a lot of pride in taking yellow cabs. Yeah. And my favorite part, you jump into a yellow cab and you like, and you're like, thanks for picking me up, man. How about those fucking Uber guys? Fuck those guys. Because cabbies get get fired up about Uber drivers. And if you could just talk so much shit on Uber the entire drive with the cabbie and they will be all about it. Yeah. Like the Uber conversation is, oh, how long you been driving for Uber? But a cabbie conversation just, yo, how about those fucking Ubers, huh? Fuck them. And then they just get them going in. I felt bad for this guy. So I, my, my van was in the shop uh, this week. And I had to call an Uber to get down to the mechanic to pick it up. And I was worried there wasn't going to be any Ubers around here. I'm kind of past Morristown out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I call the Uber and surprisingly enough, one was like 15 minutes away. And I was like, oh, sick. And he gets here and I get in the car and the shop where we're going to is maybe a 10 minute drive down the road. So I felt bad. It was like a $15 Uber drive. And I had a feeling he kind of had to come out of his way to get here. So I, being nice, I asked him, he's like, so do you drive around here? Are there a lot of Ubers around here? And he straight up was like, no. It's like, I had to go 25 minutes out of my way to come pick you up for this drive. And I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, man. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah. This is your job. You know what else sucks, though? But what they do to the Uber drivers is because they don't tell them where they're going until they pick you up. They fuck them. Yeah, that fucks them. Because like for Uber, like Uber Eats, let's say, they don't, like they know what they have, like what the delivery is before they pick up your food. But for driving, they just show up and then they realize like, oh damn, I got to take this guy fucking into the city. I don't want to do that. And then they might bail on you sometimes. Like that sucks. But then again, they're, are, are they going to fuck them or are they going to fuck us? Because if that guy would have known where he had to take me, he probably would have never shown up. He would have said, nope. And everybody just would have said no to my well, ride. My sister's boyfriend, he he gets uh, for work. They're trying to encourage him to come into the office. So they're giving them money to commute in every day. So he was using it to just take Ubers in basically. From the beach house? No, no. From Hoboken. Okay. And yeah, the beach house would be crazy. And <laughs> it's like, holy shit. They really want him to come into the office. <laughs> yeah. So he said the other day that that's what what kept happening to him is he would call an uber the uber would show up realize he was trying to go into the city during rush hour and be like nah fuck yourself and then would just leave he said that happened three or four times eventually he called work and he's like hey I, i'm not gonna make it in now i'm gonna be late so he just stayed home that is crazy yeah so i feel like it'd be better if they just knew beforehand and you and then someone would go into it knowing that's the fuck so he deal. just jumps into the car and the guy's like i'm sorry i'm not doing it they wouldn't even pick him up they'd get there once they got there and they i guess hit the app like oh i'm here and saw new york they'd be like fuck this and just leave <laughs> that's crazy i feel like they make a lot of money for taking someone into the city i think it just takes a long time like and, they, and they get paid like not yeah by the amount of time it takes I don't know how they get paid. Is I'm it, not sure. I think they probably, it, it's better for them to do more rides than it is for a longer amount ride. of time. Especially like, yeah, just like in traffic. It's not even distance. It's just like you're stuck in traffic. Yeah. Um, and then a cabbie, a cabbie's like making all their money on the time you're in the car. Right. Do you, did you ever see the story the one time this girl, she was super drunk and I think she's, she goes to school. God, I'm going to murder this story. I'm going to try and tell it as quick as I can. Basically, she needed to go like point A to point B, very close to each other. And she called an Uber when she was super fucked up, got in the car and fell asleep. And the dude just took her the most long ass roundabout way to her destination. And it ended up being like a $180 Uber or something like that. So they definitely get charged some sort of amount for all of that time. Yeah. I don't know. I got on the radio this week. You know, like one of my biggest dreams live radio 
That would be like to be a host or I've, I told you that last week you, ha- you have the voice for it. I, I, that's feedback. I've gotten a lot is you have a great podcasting voice. I feel like that goes hand in hand with radio voice. You're listening to 105.5 WDHA New Jersey rocks. You do. Yeah, you could do it. Right. I did that like three times. last. You should have, you should. So wait, so you were on, uh, I got on uh, live radio on the boardwalk in Asbury park. It would have been really funny if you just started trying to do the person's job. Um, like I, you just start like, like doing that, like whatever that person's supposed to do, you start doing that for them. Like, whoa, whoa, stop. Like this is my job. Just I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I kind of did. So I, first of all, it's, I, I literally was like, are you guys on the radio right there? And she was like, yeah. I was like, can I come on? And she was like, um, yeah, actually, sure. And I did not expect her to say yes. So they weren't getting people on. You just approached them and asked. Yes. And then and- they swung the mic out to the side of their little truck and they were like, all right. She's like, um, she's like, so all you guys are family. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was with Haley's family and I was trying not to complicate yeah. things. She's like, all right, awesome. And what are you guys all down here for? And we were all getting together to like, it was like a celebration of life for Haley's grandfather. And so I was like, um, well, I was like, we're all here for a kind of a sad reason. I was like, can I just say we're all getting together as family for the first time since COVID? <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to say that on the radio. Yeah. And she was like, the vibes. she was like, okay, yeah, that works. This that is before works. you're on, you're saying you have, not. We yeah. had this whole conversation yeah. before and literally she kept throwing ideas out and I would just trounce her ideas with better ideas. <laughs> no, nope, that's a, stupid. <laughs> literally, literally she goes, so how about, you know, you say everyone say, yeah. And then they all yell. Yeah. And I was like, no, let's <laughs> not do that. I was like, come on. And then, uh, Oh, and then at the end, or, and then I asked if I could plug the podcast. I was like, can I plug the podcast? And she was like, um, no, not really. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Should have done it anyway. You're on live. Who cares? I, I know. I really should have, but I feel like there must be some sort of a delay. Cause what if I got on there and I was like, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> Remember that one, when that was really popular, that was the most popular thing that in the world. That was most popular. That, that was on the streets. Honestly, that was great humor. I that was like great humor. At the time we, we looked down upon fuck, fuck her right in the pussy guy, but that was pretty funny. That was funny. He 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 should have his own podcast. Yeah. And so, just do that the whole time. So if you guys <laughs> So if you guys he just talks and then every now and then just randomly says it. Yeah, he just <laughs> he just like reads uh like the 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 yellow pages or something. He just like <laughs> yes. reads a phone book and randomly will just insert that. And if you're a big fan of him when you're listening, you get really bored and toned out and then every time he hits a effort right in the P, you're like, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> Fuck yeah, he killed that one. <laughs> that was such a good one. That's his best, his, one in his best one yet <laughs> oh shit um so yeah if you're in asbury park listening to 94.3 the point um and you heard casey from new york come on that was that was me i never know where to say i'm from also yeah that's true because you're not from new york i'm not from new york i'm also not from new jersey i could say i'm from pennsylvania but i haven't lived there in so long so I never know what to say. You should, you should say that. Like, I have no clue where I'm from, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Damn. I would like to be on the radio. I should be on the radio. We should just start a radio station instead of a podcast. I actually had an idea for but I, I don't think it would work because of music rights. But I had an idea for a podcast that you just did like a radio show. Yeah, you that would not work. Kind of... um 
Like we would just sit here and we'd go back and forth for a little bit and then we'd break it up with two or three songs. Yeah, you need, uh, I forget what it's called, but there's some kind of license. Like all radio stations have like certain licenses that let them play whatever they want. We How much do you think one of those bad boys costs? Probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Um, oh, and my other thing I wanted to talk about is just how, um, what's the term for when you, like you don't have any control, you're, um, come on, help me out here. You're like incapable of helping yourself. You don't stupid. No, <laughs> no, you're, it's not worthless. It's something less. <laughs> come on. Clueless. No, not clueless. Like I'm talking about Instagram ads here, but like I have no, like I'm help. I'm, Helpless. I'm helpless. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Oh, if that word comes to me, I'm going to say it randomly. Um, basically I have no ability to control myself. I fucking go for Instagram ads every single time I see them. Gotcha. You're a sucker for a good ad. Exactly. And I think Instagram does the best at it because I <laughs> scroll through and I see some of those ads and they're so fucking good. I want to buy everything that I see on my Instagram ads. Mine has gotten better over time. For a while, I would always make fun of them. Like, these ads suck. I'm never going to look at them. They'd be like really shitty clothes. You could tell are so cheap, but mine have slowly been getting better. Over the last year, they've made some changes to the algo, and your boy is getting fucked up by Instagram ads. Yeah, I've actually been a victim of Instagram ads too recently. Case in point, I just bought... You actually saw these because um, Mikey Stan sent them to us uh, I didn't realize that's what he was saying. Uh, okay. I bought um, two massive jugs of keto protein cheese balls. Off of an ad? So you got keto cheese balls that are keto that you order online. You got an ad for that? It's um, very specific. I think you may be confused. I'm not talking about balls of cheese. I'm talking about like a cheese puff, but oh, yeah, it's no, no, in no. the shape of a ball. Yes. Yes. I, I'm. Trust me, I know what you're talking about. Well, you seem so strange that I ordered them online. People order snacks online all the time. I've never seen ads for snacks. Like, I don't know. Like, that just seems like a... Yeah, because you're not me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you were me... I won't fall for that. um, But I don't know if I said this before. Have I ever said on this podcast how addicted to cheese balls I am? Or how I believe that they're the best snack that's ever been created? No, I think you've only said you have a chip addiction, and that's it. Yeah, no, I I have a serious cheese ball problem. You like balls in your mouth. Yes, and cheese balls specifically. Cheesy balls in your mouth. And really, it came to a head during the Chubbs and Friends podcast. And I've have I ever played you my battle rap? No. What? No. Oh my gosh, we need to. I I don't know if we can edit it in here. Maybe you said it. I don't know if you said it on the show. I remember we talked about it once, like briefly a while ago. So. I was, so I'm addicted to cheese balls and on Chubbs and Friends, we talked about a story where Joey Chestnut, the hot dog eating guy, he, after he won the hot dog contest, he said he could beat anyone at anything, any eating competition. He's like, I don't care what the food is. I think that's true. I'll beat anyone at eating anything. And I was like, bullshit. I could, like, I could beat Joey Chestnut in a cheese ball eating competition. Why do you think that? Because I love cheese balls. Yeah, but he loves everything. He does love everything. I think if I trained, I, I, how I, much training do you think you would need? Um, a week. I put down buckets, bro. I'm not gonna That's lie. That's my favorite part about cheese balls as well is they come in a bucket. 
I love you, but I would bet against you. Yeah. Just, just saying. <laughs> well, I think I would be the underdog. Yeah, for sure. I'd be like, it'd be like Rocky. It'd be like Rocky versus the Russian. That would make headlines, though. If you beat Joey Chestnut in a cheese ball eating contest, that would make headlines for sure. Well, you want to know what did already make headlines? And what? Chestnut has still yet to respond, but the people are waiting. I wrote a battle rap against him. Calling him out. Yes. Did uh, you like, you should just start sending it to him again, just like tweeting it and posting it. I, I've sent it to him a bunch of times. He, he never, never responds. He never responded. Damn. I don't think he's really into social media. You're getting big timed. I am getting big time by him. But I want to like edit it into the podcast here. I can. Do you want me to play a little bit of it for you? Yeah, play a little bit. Maybe I can edit some and we'll see. Okay, let me pull it up. Do you have it ready to go? Do, 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 do. I have it ready. You should go. write a rap song too. I've wanted to do that. The problem is I'm just so scared to sound too white, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm white. I'm not going to try to not sound white, but it's like if you sound too white when you're rapping, it's a tough look. Wow, you have to sign in to use SoundCloud now? SoundCloud really sold out, huh? Fucking selling out. Remember when SoundCloud was the shit? Yeah, I'd never use it anymore. People don't, because it's just everything's on streaming now. Those are the glory days. You getting it? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold People on. People want to hear your bars. We're going, we're going. Can you, you can, you can edit some of this out, right? Maybe. I don't know if I feel like it though, to be honest. Just more work. <laughs> just more work. I'd rather just leave it and just have the people listen to this part. Dude, when I tell you I spit bars on this, like I spit bars on this. Let's hear it. Chubby cheese balls, yeah, you know the name. Munching down cheese balls is my game. Cheetos and puffs just ain't the same. If you see that bucket empty, you know who's to blame. I like my balls real cheesy. I make this shit look easy. Started with the pod, now I'm rapping like I'm wheezy. Beat the beat up like my name's Chris Breezy. But I ain't no woman beater. Just a cheese ball eater. Chestnut ain't no competer. Step to the champ, you looking more like a beater. Ooh. One bucket, two bucket, three bucket, four. Sucking down the balls like a ten dollar whore. Skirt. Can't stop, won't stop, begging for some more. Yeah, Chester of cheese balls. balls. Hear the champ roar. There's one more verse though. I think you just let it rock. I think the people are liking this. That was pretty good. Yeah. The next verse, the next verse bars are way better too. Yeah. Oh, gee, thought that was good. You got some good metaphors in there. Some good. Uh, the Chris Brown line was good. There's a uh, Game of Thrones reference coming up that I'm really proud of. Didn't want to do this, but Joey, you started it. I don't ever miss, and now you've been targeted. Might regret this line because he's slightly retarded. But you're 40 years old, and you still get encarded, bitch. Any type of food, you claim you're better. Joey, you ain't never had a taste of this cheddar. Stick to hot dogs, that's Moyo stick. Get off my balls and back on that dick. Hold up, cause this shit just ain't over yet. Flames on the beat like I'm Khaleesi's pet. You wimbled in like Roger. Won't drop a set. I'm like the king crab. I'm the deadliest catch. Capes went out of style. Now we revamping them. Run a hundred miles and ain't no cramping. Come like a stampede. You can hear me trampling. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the G-Ball champion. Dude, that was pretty fire. We should make a, just make a rap song. We should make another rap song. Honestly, I had so much fun writing that we one. Should, how long did that take you? Just an afternoon. Damn, that's pretty good. A lazy little Sunday afternoon. Although the hardest part was um, 
I was using like audible or something to record it and trying to listen to the beat in my earphones and rap, but the beat would come into my earphones delayed, delayed. Yeah. It's tough. So I actually had to rap sooner. So that's why it sounded like I might've been a little off rhythm there. Yeah. It would have been better if I had a, a setup like this. So now that I've got you to produce me, the sky's the limit. I don't know if I, I think we need a real producer. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I stick to podcasts, not fucking music, but um, I think, so I said I would bet against you probably in a cheat, in an eating contest with Joey Chestnut. But I think if you two had a rap battle, I would take you. I don't think he has bars Thank like you. that. Thank I, you. I, I highly doubt. Can you imagine if he responded and just had the most fire diss track on you ever? Like it was just amazing. Honestly, yeah. If he responded to me at all, I would want to be his best friend. That would be sick. I wouldn't care what he said about me in the diss track. He could talk about my mom. Joey, if you're listening to this, (laughs) rap about my mom. I don't care. I mean, he made like he ruined Kobayashi's life and I think sent him into a spiraling depression. So he could do that to you if he responds. I'd be concerned about him. Seriously. I remember when we were in middle school and Kobayashi was like top of the world. He like everyone knew who he was yeah. and then joey chestnut just came around ruined his life and was like oh what's this little hot dog eating thing i, I think i'll <laughs> give it a shot <laughs> he literally i think he's like depre- like legit depressed because he's kobayashi yeah wow that's sad yeah i think i am um, uh, i i remember watching a documentary about him and i don't know if all the guys are like this but just on a daily basis he eats he just eats all day that's all he does. And he was skinny. He was in good shape. He was in very good shape. <laughs> Pretty sick. Shockingly enough. Um, what was he say? Oh, do you have something else? No, that's it. Uh, I was going to say, going back to the Instagram ads uh, that you got about the cheese balls, that made me think uh, about another thing. Like Instagram, I always think is funny. Like not the ads, but also the bots. Like, do you get the... And it comes in waves too. It's not constant. There'll be just like streaks of it happening, the streaks of it not, where it's like the fake naked hot chicks sending dms being like come see my titties at this link or something like that as if you're gonna click on it or some shit but i always think what's interesting about that is it has to work it does work like because you see that you're like this is obviously a bot but they wouldn't they wouldn't be trying to do that if it didn't work sometimes so there are some people who are falling for that you want me to drop a little knowledge on you right now let me hear it Forget which class I learned this in. It was some professor at Gettysburg was talking about this in a class where um, it, it's a similar thing to the Nigerian prince scam. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like basically the Nigerian prince scam is like the scam that led all scams, I feel like, where if you guys aren't familiar, essentially you get an email from a Nigerian prince telling you that he needs to send you a bunch of money and then you just have to take that money, put it into your account and then like forward the rest. Like you get to keep $2,000 and just give the rest of the money into this other account, something along those lines. And it was like free $2,000. I'm a Nigerian prince. Like money doesn't matter to me, but I don't have no other way to get money over into the U S and I'm coming over to live there something like that soon. But the whole email that you would get would have like misspellings and yeah, it's like, dude. letters would be capitalized in weird places. And people used to always say, you know, if you're actually trying to scam people, like, how about you? Like, why yeah. would you fucking misspell? You can't right, even like, put spell in check. to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Shit like that. And one professor at Gettysburg was like, that was intentionally done because they don't want to waste their time with 
people who might be a little bit smart and smart enough to realize it's a scam when they get to the next, when like they make the phone call to give the person their bank account info to send the money into, they want to weed all those people out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they're like, I only want the fucking idiots that won't even notice the typos to actually call me because I'm not going to waste my time on the people that are still going to eventually figure out it's a scam. Oh, I never, that is an interesting perspective. That's the naked chicks one where like they don't even try and hide it. They're like, I'm a super naked chick who really wants to bang you. Yeah. Here's a link to bang me now. But but they've gotten, (laughs) but the thing with that is they got lazier. Like I used to laugh because they would just like, sometimes they'd be like, Hey there, big daddy, like come see me at this link. Then, then there'd be. Uh, ones where like they would comment like you'd go on a complex post or a barstool post you just see comments of these like what looks like a hot model chick and it'd be like don't click the link in my bio if you don't want to masturbate and all caps <laughs> dude that was a fucking it would be like it would be like dot 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 if you don't want to all caps masturbate and it's like holy shit I do want to masturbate like you fucking click hey, on wait it wait a second <laughs> I would love to masturbate <laughs> Yeah, it's like those were funny, and I, I, even though it's obviously a scam, I appreciated that effort. Now they don't even fucking try. They they it got to a point where they just start sending emojis. Like so, I would just get like I would have so many in like your request thing. It would just be like a roller coaster. Like doesn't even make sense. It would be like a, like pick the most random emoji and then a link. Yeah, and like I'm gonna like who clicks that? <laughs> but someone has to click that. Yeah, it would be just like hard eyes emojis. Dollar sign emojis. No, like not, dude, I literally was getting ones where it'd be like, if you just went into an emoji you never used, like I got roller coaster emojis. Like, what does that fucking mean? <laughs> and then just a link. But someone has to click those links. And it's crazy to me. I it's mean, there's so funny. Dude, there are people in this world that do everything at this point. I, I'm convinced of. And it 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 does always blow my mind. It, it, it's so funny just to think of like. So someone's sitting there, they get a DM with the roller coaster emoji and a link from a girl with big titties. And they're like, holy shit, I need to give this person my social security number. Like, that's just their first thought, because like, that's what happens. Someone has to do that. Yeah. Like, we're going to talk about it later. And this isn't even that crazy of a thing. But like with the like TikTok, TikTok versus YouTube fights that were happening this weekend, I I was even mind blown. I'm like, man, I cannot believe there are millions of people that are going to pay for to watch this. Yeah, it's crazy crazy let alone clicking on these fucking links that they get hold on i was kind of i was trying to go into my shit to see if i had any i always del- i wish i saved them like i always delete them and then after i do i'm like fuck i wish i saved that because it'd probably be funny to talk about it later yeah i also forget where they're at because they're like in your dms but they're almost hidden they're in, in your like DMs. your requests it's like, every now and then yeah. i all of a sudden stumble across that folder yeah. and i'm like fuck all these chicks want me and i didn't even <laughs> realize it they probably found their boyfriend already at this point <laughs> i missed my chance fuck my sister told me she got the message from the smooth my balls people from a couple episodes ago really yeah and it was the exact same message they sent us being like uh we think you'd be a really great ambassador for our product and my sister is legitimately about to pop eight months pregnant right now like <laughs> no she wouldn't be <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten ones where it's like for women's clothing be like, you'd be such a cute like uh ch- girl for us to model our clothes and it's like i think you got the wrong person oh you know what i love too is because for my job i do a lot of research into these different retail stores and then just because i've been on their websites i'll get um instagram ads and shit like that for them yeah. and i just always feel like 
yeah, fuck you. Like you had no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, you're wasting your money. I wasn't trying to shop on that website. I was doing research on that website, you idiot. I also I I, I got I started getting ads for this one clothing company just recently and I've gotten them a few times. And dude, it was like some scrawny dorky looking dude wearing a well, like a regular t-shirt that was honestly wrinkled as fuck and he's like and they're like oh the sleeves make you look super buff like this is just a t-shirt but look how perfect the sleeves are i look buff I, and then the comments dude was everybody fucking ripping this company and the guy like i've never seen an ad just get roasted so hard everyone in the comments were destroying this ad dude i keep getting you just reminded me i keep getting these ads and it honestly kind of hurts my feelings but I keep getting these ads for it's it's a similar thing. It's like a t-shirt and it's like this t-shirt hides all beer bellies. <laughs> and it's like, it's like show your dad ba- bought off with this t-shirt. And I'm like, uh, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> What's this targeted ad? You're targeting the wrong person. It's not for me. <laughs> like what? Can you also see me get changed in the morning now too? <laughs> Stop staring at my belly as I try three different t-shirts on to see what fits. Yeah, Zuckerberg spying on you. He's like, oh, this guy needs this ad. Fuck. Imagine it's just Zuckerberg himself. He's like, give that guy that ad. Um, Yeah, she could use that ad. Um, That's what Zuck does all day long. That's the algorithm is Zuckerberg. The algorithm is him in a dark room just (laughs) making his best judgment calls. Like swiping ads to people. That's it. Be a busy job. Like fucking Fruit Ninja. We're on to you, Zuck. Fuck him. Um, story time? Yeah, story time. I, I love that we call story time the part where we stop talking about our stories. That's true. That's where we talk about other stories. That's true. Stop, stop talking about ourselves. Talk about the people. Um, okay, so did you see the Lana Rhodes KD stuff? Yes. Oh, I shouldn't have exposed it so early. No. That was us going in reverse. So you guys didn't hear that part that just happened. We were doing last week. We're going fast and going slow. And now we're just going to talk in reverse. Did you see the Lana Rhodes and some NBA player stuff? Uh, Yeah. What NBA player? So that was what the biggest controversy this whole week was, is she went on her podcast. It's called like Lana Rhodes, a former porn star. If you don't know all the men definitely know yeah, women right? might not know yeah wait that's crazy i didn't even think i had to tell people yeah because that's how like confident isn't I was. it interesting that porn stars are probably the most famous people but like no one really like openly admits that but the biggest porn stars are probably like the biggest celebrities in the country yeah although i'll be honest i was never a porn star guy you like the amateur stuff yeah like i, I thought i'm it, indifferent because like we we have friends or like we talk to friends and they like search out porn stars to watch. I'm like, no, I'm good on that. Like, why do you want to watch a porn star? I know some people who say they, like I have friends who say they specifically are, they're like anti porn star ones. Like they only like the, I have someone who's like, they only like the amateur ones that are real life. Like I want it to be as like realistic as possible. Same. I like the fakest. I like when it's like the most ridiculous plot line. And it's <laughs> that's actually good she, humor. She's like she's like jerking off the the stepson under the table with the dad right there. Like th- those are funny. <laughs> Wait, I saw one. I saw one the other day that was like uh, stepmom gets stuck cl- cleaning cat tower, and she she was like it, she was like in between a cat tower. <laughs> <laughs> like bent over like what like she got her head stuck in a railing or something <laughs> but but it was so obvious that she wasn't stuck there was not even a part of the cat tower was touching her body 
Like he didn't even try oh, and yeah, but that's funny. Like I appreciate that. Like the like really bad mom's arm stuck in couch, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh no, help me! <laughs> I can't get my arm out of the couch." Oh, oh no, no, my pants just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck here like this with my pants around my waist. What am I gonna do? Stepson, please come help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the stepson in that situation is like, "I'm gonna fuck her now." Biggest <laughs> <laughs> dick on earth, just by chance. Yeah. <laughs> His dick's dragging on the ground. Lucky her. Dude's like five six, like baby face, but has the biggest fucking dick on earth. Or, or like when it's like stepson, and it's this like forty year old bald dude with a goatee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! And you're like. That's not her son. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of ruins it. You're like, wait a second. I can't believe that. It's like my friend who I said he probably gets mad. That's why he can't do it because he's like, wait, he's way too old to be your son. He's like doing the math. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been 14 when she had him. There's no fucking way. This is gross. And Boner goes away. He's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> I, can't, I can't masturbate under these conditions. Um, But I'm sure your friend also knows this pain. I used to always think backroom casting couch was a completely real thing. And then I'll never forget the day I found out that that was all a lie as well. Yeah, yeah. It was so depressing. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I actually thought this guy was telling girls that they weren't going to have sex. Or like or like the uh, <laughs> the bus ones. Like they just drive around and just like find a random <laughs> smoking hot girl with her titties out on the side of the road. And they're like, hey, you want to hop on the bus and fuck all of <laughs> us? It's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like that's just like the most like that could actually happen. Dude. Yeah. Get into our van and fuck us. <laughs> 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 and the girl's like. Okay. Yeah. Or no, the girl's always like, no, I don't know. And they're like, but we have money. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a $20 bill. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh well, I do have rent this month. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Dude. Porn conversations are always funny. Seriously. You just, you just make this a porn <laughs> Strictly porn podcast. Uh, I was also, I was at... I just said I was at a mass with my family and they're all talking about listening to my podcast. Yo, <laughs> they're all going to listen to this same, this week. Same thing with my aunt and grandma this weekend. They're like, We're, we want to listen. And I was like, all right, just so you know. And I think I even said, I was like, we talk about porn sometimes. Yeah. I, I just have to, I like, just don't bring it up. And that's like my mom and she listens. I'm like, just don't bring those parts up. That's the number one thing. I don't care. Like anything else that we've talked about on the podcast, I don't think I would really care like maybe I, w- I would never say it directly in front of my grandma but i don't care if she listens and as long as she never brings it up to me yeah just pretend you did. if you heard it pretend you didn't but that's the porn it. stuff is where i'm like that's where i start to feel weird <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i do feel weird that's funny um anyway anyway back to the porn star yeah so lana rose the porn star she former porn star she's like former. a, a uh, quasi media celeb now she has her podcast and stuff like that so she was on her podcast and she's telling a story about going to a basketball game in new york and after the game going on a date with one of the players and then the player brought along their fuck buddy as like a plan b just in case lana didn't put out what do you think about that move first of all all right well before i say what i'm gonna say what i think about that move is i think what what I want to know is to clarify: Did he bring her like she was literally physically with them, like at a table somewhere, or she was just in the vicinity? Like, hey, I got her close by just in case. Like, I waiting. was wondering the same thing. I don't know which one would be worse. If you brought the girl and like set her up at a table for one, 
same restaurant, but you're like, hey, um, so I'm going to go on a date over here. If it goes well, I just you won't hear from me. I actually think that's a good. I think the move should be you don't tell the girl you're going on a date with that you're bringing your fuck buddy. But you, if you're like fuck buddy's cool with this, obviously, I'm assuming that was the case in the situation. You say, hey, you bring some of your girlfriends. I'll get you guys a table at the same restaurant nearby. You just enjoy your night. If I need you, I'll shoot you a text. I think I, that's the move. I guess you got to be like such a boss to pull this off. In, I mean, this is an NBA case. player, so. But in my, I, I like, was. I don't ass- think I'm pulling this one off. <laughs> I was assuming that it was the three of them sitting at a table together. Yeah, like that's crazy. That is wild, right? Yeah. Although actually, now that I think about it, it was more than likely probably like a big group get together. Probably. That's is what that I a would date think. still though? You're just asking her to come out? I don't he know. I think have, these guys have like a big crew all the time that they're rolling with. So that's just like normal. So do I, but point. I don't think he would have specified that I'm bringing my fuck buddy if it wasn't more of a date date. Right. Cause then it would just be like a girl, another girl in the huge group. It's kind of unnecessary to bring that up. I exactly. Guess. I, what I kind of think here's my thoughts on that situation when, cause everyone's like, Oh, that's crazy. Like, why would he tell her he's bringing the fuck buddy, blah, blah, blah. My thought, what I was thinking was what if, Cause she's a porn, she was a porn star. So you're probably going into that thinking she puts out, she's probably going to put out on this. You're also thinking she's pretty adventurous. She's definitely had sex with multiple people at the same time. So maybe you get the idea of, oh, this is a perfect threesome opportunity. I'm going to bring my fuck buddy along. Ooh, I think maybe. that might've been the play he was going for. Maybe. Although, you know what I feel like I see whenever porn stars are interviewed or, like talking on a podcast or radio or something um, after being a porn star. Like Lana is a great example. Um, Was it Asa Akira? Lisa Ann. Lisa Lisa Ann is like, she does like a fantasy football podcast. Yeah. Whenever they're talking and being interviewed after the fact though, I feel like they always, and maybe they're lying, but I feel like they always try and say and come off as, you know, like, I don't even have sex that often. Like, I don't even do that crazy. Of th- like, they always act like in their regular day-to-day lives, they're very normal. And then they just happened for that period of their life to get paid to have sex on camera and to do weird stuff. But they're like, no, in my regular relationships, I, like, I don't even have sex that much. I don't even do weird kinky stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I could see that being the case, though. Like, I think there's Lana some, for sure acts like because I watched her get interviewed just recently on BFFs. Yeah, and she was be, playing it coy, trying to act like she's like not like that. I could see that being because of what I was just saying. Like the basketball player has the the perception that she's probably going to put out a lot, and then probably once you're not in the porn game anymore, you're like, all right, I don't want everybody to keep only trying to bang me. I got to put on this front, like I'm not like that true, anymore. true. I, um, which isn't fair. You shouldn't assume that women are just automatically going to have sex with you as that's not a gentleman thing to do. We don't approve of that. We don't approve of that at all. You should treat women with respect, not assume they should just want to take them out, have a nice date. If they want to go in that direction, that's just, you know, that would be nice, but it doesn't have to go that way. Exactly. And Lana seems like a sweetheart. She seems like a sweetheart. But I also, um, shit, what the fuck was I just going to say? Wait, so uh, who was the NBA player? Oh, so that's where we're getting to. So the internet immediately being the internet starts a a hunt for who this NBA player could be. Now, when I first read this story, I thought for sure it was Blake Griffin because I told you I watched, I'm a big fan of the BFS podcast. I watched her interview on the BFS podcast in Miami 
and Dave and Josh kept hinting about something she said before they started recording about a guy that she was really into. And Dave kept being like, I'm texting him right now, trying to get him to call us. Cause like, I know him really well. And you'll find out who the basketball player, who everyone thinks it is here soon. I don't think Dave knows him that well. Dave knows Blake Griffin. Like they're like friends. Yeah. Blake's yeah. like friends with like PFT. People, people Marshall, and, yeah. Exactly. So I thought for sure it was Blake Griffin. I think at one point Josh on the podcast even said Blake Griffin's name. And she was like trying to dance around whoever this was that she was really into. Blake Griffin also has had a lot of celebrity relationships in the past. Yeah. He was a, uh, a Jenner, Didn't Jenner, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. And so that's why, like, I was certain it was Blake Griffin, but then I guess she went on to say that he's a Virgo and I, I love this whole hunt and this whole story yeah. of people finding out who it was. And of course, as everyone knows, every birth date of every player is published. I didn't know that until this, but apparently you can look up any birthday and, uh, they looked up the birth date of everyone on the nets and there happened to be just one Virgo on the entire team. Drum roll. Kevin motherfucking Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah. I don't see it. Could, I don't know how it could be true. Why? You think Kevin Durant is, a, although I think over the last, call it three, four months, has there been a bigger comeback? In, yeah, I used to hate him. I, I, now I love, love him. him now. Yeah, I love him. And I feel like everyone's saying that. Yeah. And I used to hate the way he acted on Twitter and shit like that. And now I love it. I just feel like he's being more real. Yeah, it's because the problem was, I mean, if you don't know, Kevin Durant got a lot of shit because he was using burner Twitter accounts to chirp at people who would talk shit about him or like him, his relationship with his teammates and stuff. And then he got caught. And I think I think like I always like this when guys just lean into it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I get butter like whatever. I yeah, I had burner accounts. So what? Like once he did that, I was like, oh, OK, I like that. And now he doesn't even use the burner accounts anymore. He just comes at people on his own Twitter account. So I think that's why he's endearing himself to the people. Yeah. And now he's like, I, I just feel like he's very like the way he interacts with fans and shit on Twitter. Basically now the fact that he dropped his burner and he yeah. came out to and be, he just talk shit to people. Exactly. He just talks shit to people as himself. And he's just like, so fucking, he just says what's on his mind and it feels like he's like being real about it. I think that's why I like him, but I just would never see him as this kind of guy. Like the bring first the guy that goes on a date with Lana Rhodes and then the guy that brings a fuck buddy for a date with Lana Rhodes, Kevin fucking Durant. I think he is. I think it makes perfect sense that he would do that because he's just weird. Like, I think he's a huge weirdo. I think he doesn't get how to act in those situations. I think he's probably not suave. I, w I don't envision him being very good, like talking with the ladies. He's just probably which a lot of guys I'm sure do like, oh, I'm Kevin Durant. Like that's that's all you need. That's all I need to do, basically. But I don't know. For some reason, I feel like that's something weird he would do. Yeah, I guess so. Talk about stupid interviewer questions. Did you see a question he got asked this past week? Nah. Someone asked him if when he, I think it was, when you were drafted, did you think you were going to be this good? Or some question. Oh, yeah. And he was like. He was like, yeah. um, yeah, what the fuck do you think? Yeah. Like, what's that? That's, that's what I was saying when we talked about that on the show. I was like, that's why questions are dumb. Because you act like. I still think the RJ Barrett question is a good question. No, because it, it's the same thing. Like you, you asked that question to Kevin Durant. You think you're going to be good. It's like you fucking know. Like, obviously, I thought I was going to be good. Like, wait, I thought I was going to be bad. Like, it's a dumb question. The RJ Barrett question was you're asking a, 
Like what kind of piece do you need to add to this team? But you're asking it hypothetically. With the hypothetical of you losing and you know a, any player is like, I'm not going to uh, talk about assuming we're going to lose in the future. So fuck off. Like, that's an obvious answer. So it's a dickhead question. I guess. I guess. Um, I'm still on uh, media side on that one. Selling out the, the machine. Oh, really quick. Why I'm thinking about this and we can move on to the next story. Um, I got presented a different side of the Naomi Osaka thing. Ooh, okay. And I'm like totally against Naomi Osaka now. Why? I did like, was a ri- remember originally I was on her side and then I flipped mid podcast. Yeah, you flipped a lot on that one. You flipped flop three or four times. Exactly. So now I'm definitely against her because someone pointed out something that's so obvious to me now, but at the time I didn't really think about it, I guess, is nothing changed about what the media was going to do or say at the French Open. Like if you if you didn't want to talk to the media, don't enter the French Open. Like don't enter it and then leave because you have to talk to the media. Like you knew the entire time that you were going to have to talk to the media. Don't fucking enter it at all if you are going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like cuz basically she like beat a couple people. And now those people don't have a chance to win the French Open, and then she just drops out. Oh, she had compete. I didn't know she competed a couple of times before she dropped out. I th- I'm pretty sure she yeah, did. Yeah, that that actually is annoying. I mean, that's well, that's kind of what I was saying with that. It was that's part of the job. Like everyone has a part of their job they don't like. You know, it's like that. Just come. You can't like I want to do the job, but not the parts I don't like. It's just that comes with the territory. So again, to what your point is, if you don't want to do it, then don't enter the tournament. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. All right. Next one. Next story. The Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight happened. Uh, it happened before the last episode came out, but after we had recorded. Um, did you watch it? Um, clips. Clips. I watched clips as well. I did not watch it, which I feel happy about because uh, if you don't know anything about it, everyone's pretty disappointed in how it went. And we kind of said we thought it was kind of dumb. And like first I- couple of rounds, I think people were a little excited. I don't know. I'm just, I just say like, I'm happy that cause, and I think Mayweather said it after the fight was over where he was like, people were kind of giving him shit for doing this. He's like, you know, I don't give a shit about my legacy. I'm trying to make money. You know, like you guys like keep buying my fight. So like what, like I'm just going to keep doing this. Like that's not my fault. And I just feel happy about myself that I'm not a sucker who bought the fight. Like I'm proud of myself for not having the idea like, Oh, maybe something's going to happen. Like I just didn't buy it. I didn't watch it. There was a, um, Conor McGregor and Josie Aldo. Jose. Jose Aldo. Uh, that fight, the one that lasted yeah. all of five I, seconds. I watched it in ATO. Oh, down in Chris's room? No, we just watched it in like the main area, like by the pool table on that TV. So I'll never forget, Chris and them bought it. Yeah. And we illegally streamed it at the other end of the hall. And it lasted all of five yeah. seconds and it was done and I, on, I like we just ran down the hall and we were like you fucking idiots <laughs> paid how much money for that oh my god you guys probably feel like morons right now like we were just roasting them because they actually paid for the fight but i i don't know because like i know people say if you pay for the fight you want it to go pretty long i don't necessarily mind if it ends quickly and i paid for it as long as it ends in an exciting fashion like that mcgregor fight that was an exciting fashion so I wouldn't be too upset that I bought it. But it was it. a little too quick. It was a little too quick. <laughs> it was literally but ten, like the, 10 seconds. The Jorge Masvidal knockout against Ben Askren, 
like that was even shorter. If I paid for that though, I wouldn't be that pissed because it's like that was crazy. That yeah, was like a it crazy was thing exciting. to see live. You know, it's still exciting. But yeah, but it's no, also I'm, harder to illegally stream stuff now. They've gotten a lot. They've clamped down a lot, especially with the UFC. You, yeah. If you were in college, you could stream that shit so easy. Just go to Reddit UFC streams, find it in two seconds. Once they signed the deal with ESPN, now it's like very difficult to find streams. Yeah, I think I don't know if this was just a parody joke I saw. It was something where. It's like I, I, there was a time a couple months ago where Dana White was like really on people being like, yeah. fuck you if you stream these fights illegally, blah, blah, blah. Like we're going like to arrest you. Made, he was gonna, actually bragging like they had somebody who frequently cr- sets up the streams that they had him like his IP address. And if he illegally streamed at this time, they were going to fuck him and ruin his life. And then they never followed up with that. Maybe that's what people were joking about. But I just, I, I would think it was so funny if you found the illegal, if like the UFC set up some sort of illegal stream baiting service where it's like you thought you found the illegal stream and you start watching it and then Dana White just pops onto your TV. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to fucking find you and I'm going to bring all the UFC fighters with me and we're going to beat the shit out of you. That would be very funny. They just come in with like John Jones who's up at your door because you illegally streamed it and he just kicks the shit out of you. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to say about that? About this fight? Do you think, uh, do you think Floyd held him up? That's the infamous whatever. I think he held them up, dude. They 100% had some kind of backroom agreement. Like this has got to go the distance because even though I say it doesn't matter, people want to get their money's worth. So they want the fight to last a while. It doesn't benefit. Like if Floyd got knocked out, that'd be terrible for him. If Logan gets knocked out, it's like that's what's expected. And that's kind of what people wanted, I think. But I think the mutually beneficial result was what happened. It goes a distance. Floyd's the winner, but everyone's like, "Oh, Logan! You Logan Paul lasted a full eight rounds with like arguably the greatest boxer ever." You know, that's the best mutual outcome. You know what I thought from again just the clips that I saw was the most alarming thing to me, and, and I think that it was the first time it's I could really see it because it was Logan Paul versus the greatest tech tech. I mean, greatest boxer of all time, but even more specifically the greatest like technique boxer of all time is how fucking bad at boxing these amateurs are. Yeah. All of them aren't good. No, Even Jake, not. like Jake has some heavy hands and is better than probably the rest of them. But watching Logan in the ring with Floyd, like just the yeah. di- the dynamic, it was like yin and yang. Like Logan's like got his hands down by his like knees. Yeah, I noticed he's that, like, dude. Hoo, hoo, like throwing punches like from the side, like you see in fucking bar fights and yeah. like what, usually girl fights when the girls are like and throwing punches. Yeah, at each girls other. are very wide, just like side. That's punches, what I saw yeah. with Logan and Floyd was just almost like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I did notice that. There's one clip where Lo- I feel like if you're gonna fight a professional boxer, you're not a professional boxer. The one thing to know to do is to keep your fucking hands in front of your face. Like that's the be- if no matter what, just keep your hands here. You're but gonna get I, your ass kicked. But I also think when you are in the situation and you're getting tired and everything, I don't think you realize how much you're not doing. Like he obviously knows that and was obviously yeah, taught that maybe. all this leading up to it. But I think when you actually get into the fight, cause that's like when you see those guys, when the TKO gets called and the ref's like, yeah, you're not defending yourself or even trying to throw a punch back at all. Like yeah. I can't just let this guy keep punching you. And the guy, like as soon as the TKO yeah, gets mad, called, yeah. the other guy is always like, what, 
what the fuck? What just happened? Like, are you kidding me? Like, they honestly believe that they are fighting back in that moment. And I feel like when they watch back, they probably look at themselves and they think, oh, wow. I really was just letting myself get punched in the face, huh? (laughs) Dude, that was like, there was pretty good UFC fights on this past weekend. I was watching with my friend and there was one fight. I forget who was fighting at the time, but the dude kind of had him in an arm bar on the ground and then he was punching him. But it seemed like they were still going at it pretty hard. And then the ref uh, called it as a TKO. And I was like, what? The? And I, I reacted like how you're saying the fighters react. I'm like, what the fuck? That's such a quick stoppage. Like he was still fighting back. He wasn't defenseless, blah, blah, blah. And then they panned to the guy. His fucking elbow was broken, like bent the wrong fucking way. I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, never mind. Shit. He was fucked. So ref made a good call. Um, But yeah, this also what I'll say like this fight was such a stinker and a snooze fest. And I think a lot of people are unhappy that they paid to watch it and wasted their time watching it. Yes. But I still think that was expected. I still think you were lying to yourself. You thought anything else was going to happen. It's yeah. Obviously boring fight. But also I, did you see the TikTok versus YouTube fights? I did not proud of myself for not buying that as well. Yeah. I mean, I also didn't buy it, but I watched clips. Yeah. I watched clips and, uh, that was entertaining. Everything I saw about it looked really entertaining. And I think it's just cause it was, Amateur, excuse me, it was amateur on amateur, kind of like rough and rowdy. It was just like rough and rowdy if it was social media stars instead of hillbillies from West Virginia fighting each other. And that shit was great. And it made me think, I truly kind of believe that amateur fighting is more entertaining than professionals fighting each other. I can see that. It depends. Like boxing I, wise, I think with UFC, bo- they have yeah. so much other shit going on with wrestling and things like that and other shit that they can do. It would look too sloppy if it was amateurs doing that. Yeah. Like rolling on the ground and shit. But I, I think that that's true except for the elite boxers, like watching elite boxers is sick. And then outside of the few big names that like people know, like if you watch a Canelo fight, a triple G fight, uh, any of the heavyweights like Anthony Joshua or, uh, What's his fucking face? Who's the other guy? Tyson Fury. Then there's someone else. Who I still, I don't know why I'm blanking on the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That was like, the, both of those fights were really good fights. Right. Like those are entertaining, but outside of those elite guys, I kind of agree. A lot of the middle tier boxers, like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, they're good, but it's not that crazy. I think heavyweight fights I'll actually put up there. Yeah. Watching the light guys fight. Basically, I'm Floyd. Like watching yeah. Floyd and even, um, you just said his name, uh, the Canelo? Mexican guy. Yeah, Canelo. Those guys are boring. But that's kind of why I think people, well, not. I mean, that definitely is why Floyd kind of created, made himself a villain because now he's created this air around him where people, wa- people watch because they don't like him and want to see him lose because otherwise, and like he always has boring fights, so we still buy him every single time. He never knocks people out. He just outpoints people and dodges punches, which isn't an entertaining fight. But we're not watching because he's entertaining as a fighter. We're watching because he elicits people either love him or hate him. So we watch to see him, like because we root hard for him. We want him to lose. I think like that's the that's the only play those kind of guys have because they don't their fights aren't as exciting. Yeah, I don't know. I think I I still would prefer a uh, like a Tyson Fury guy who yeah hundred yeah, percent. You watch Tyson Fury fight and he's yeah. just. Because those guys, like any punches, could be a knockout. Like that's why it's entertaining. Like the smaller guys they don't really have that kind of power. But Tyson's not really like that. Tyson almost boxes the way I wish the smaller guys would box. How so? Because he he doesn't really have the knockout power. He's a heavy dude who just it's like punches and bunches. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, 
Yeah, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stick this one in my back pocket. I got my recommendation for the end. I better write it down so I don't forget it. Um, A take I'm going to steal from Andrew Schultz he talked about on his podcast, um, which I thought was interesting because like a lot of boxers and UFC fighters are now getting mad that these celebrity boxing matches are getting so popular, like how Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather made so much money. I think Francis Ngannou, who's a UFC champion right now, he made some tweet like, oh, why aren't you? Did you see what I responded to that? Yeah, you said because he's boring. I said you're boring. Right, which is true, and that's definitely the reason for it. But a point Andrew Schultz made, which I thought was interesting and true, like he was saying, I think these fighters are dumb for getting mad. Like they should be excited because someone like a Francis Ngannou or other people who are boring, like you're not making money because you're boring. You should be excited because this is bringing not only attention to like combat sports and stuff, but that could be the potential future where you could set up a fight where the headline like you could do a boxing match where the headline like the main event is a celebrity boxing match but then the undercard is professionals so like you put some professional boxer who's like a mid-tier that no one gives a fuck about but if he's on that card that's getting the most pay-per-views because it's logan paul versus you know floyd mayweather it's a huge fight that's going to be the most attention and probably the most money you ever get because that's getting the most viewers so like instead of being so against it it might be more beneficial to find a way to combine the two. Like that might save boxing. I think that would be insulting to them. You don't think they would be insulted by that? I think yes, but it, it, it's like, but then you're complaining about the wrong thing. Like if you're complaining that you're not making enough money, well, like, do you want to make more money or do you want it to be like a true to the sport? If you want to be true to the sport, you're not going to make enough money then shut about the money. But if you want to make money, that might be your best route. It's kind of like, do you want to win a belt? Or do you want to make money? I think because I thought back about that, listening to our episode last week when we were talking about Jake Paul and Logan Paul is they just more than likely they don't they will never want to win a belt. Yeah, They they could care less about winning a belt and they're just going to take all these prize sort of fights where money's what they're making. That's what but that's what Floyd said at the end of his fight. He said something about someone asked him oh, aren't you concerned about your legacy? Like doing these fights and think it tarnishes right. your legacy? And he goes, my kids can't eat my legacy. Like, He's the, like I can the give money. a fuck about my legacy. Right, fuck it. Like I just want money. I, I think most guys, even someone like a Dustin Poirier in the UFC, he could have fought for the lightweight championship belt, but he like foregoed. How do you forego in the past tense? For, how do you say Forewent? I don't think so. <laughs> he forewent his op- that opportunity to fight for the belt. It's for sure. Forewent yes. is not a That's word. That's for sure wrong. <laughs> he didn't do that opportunity and he took the third fight against Conor McGregor because that makes the most money. Because that's the, like, I think most guys would prefer the money over the belt if you have the choice. I think you're kind of stupid if you don't. Probably. Yeah. But like, that's the answer to Francis Ngannou. You're just boring. Yeah. Which is also You crazy. get asked interview questions and you give canned fucking answers and you, you're not... He also probably has like an, like there's probably some kind of language barrier, which is another thing Andrew Schultz said. He's like, dude, these fighters who can't speak English, like that's another problem why they're not entertaining because like we can't even hear them talk shit to people because they're, they speak another language or whatever. This might even benefit them more. Did you see your boy hitting the bag? That video that kind of went a little viral. Which one? Who? Andrew Schultz. Yeah. No, that video's been out though. He's got some fast ass hands, huh? Yeah. No, he, I think cause he's been training boxing for a while and he, He's his dad, I think, was a commentator or something. Like you and me fight each other. Start training and then have a, a sanctioned boxing match. The weight classes are kind of different. I think I'd be the underdog in that fight. 
So you're afraid of me is what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would say so. That's why you don't get in fights at bars because you, you uh, fair fuck point. people up. All right, fair point. I just yeah. wanted to hear it I'm live. To, I, I do want to train boxing, though. I think I, it would be cool as well. I actually would like to, and not like just. I want to train, not boxing. I want to train UFC because I used to wrestle in high school and I miss wrestling out the smallest amount. I do miss it, but yeah. not much. Doing MMA would be, fun. I don't know. I, I would like to box, but I don't want to just go and take classes that are like cardio classes. I want to take one-on-one training and actually learn. That's you don't want to go to Rumble? No, fuck Rumble. Rumble's actually sick though. It probably is sick. I, I'm not going to hate on Rumble, but. I just, I think they do private sessions too. Like I've never paid for a class there, but we had a friend who was a trainer there and we could go for free and it was the dopest thing ever. Yeah. I could see that. I'm sure it's fun. All right. What do we got left? Yeah. What's next? Oh, uh, our boy Drake, our boy Drakey Drake. Drake is my best friend. Besides for Casey, my second best friend is Drake. One fun fact. Um, you probably know this, but you know, Drake's name. Yes. Aubrey Graham. Yep. All the time I get people because my Instagram handle is Casey Aubrey Graham. Yes. Because my last name's Drake. It's Drake. And all the time I'll get people that are like, why is that your Instagram name? And I just tell them, like, go Google Aubrey Graham, see what pops up. And then they yeah. do it and they always text me back, like, what the fuck? Like, that's his fucking name. I yes, never knew his that. His name is Aubrey. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty common. I'm surprised people don't realize that. Me too. I guess it's like maybe if you're just a very casual music fan, you wouldn't know that. But I feel like anybody who knows, if you know one thing about Drake, I feel like you know his name's Aubrey. I feel like that's a. I also agree with you. Yeah. Like, I, I thought more people would, would get it originally. Yeah. But I like it still, even when people don't get it. I think that makes it cooler. Like, I think if everyone got it, then it's kind of a little corny i think if some people don't get it then it's like it's like an if you know you know thing yeah exactly which wait did you know i did that by accident you know i've actually i've come around on it a little bit you like it i've been finding myself wanting to use it and then not using it because i'm like you can't be a hypocrite dude dude i canceled it live on air i used it by accident Uh, how do you use it on accident because i so i love snow allegra and tyler the creator snow allegra and now she's putting out an album in a month and Tyler, the creators on two of the features. I saw you, you were fangirling right, so I was like a little when bitch I, this whole week. When I was it. fangirling like a little bitch all, all week, cause I was so excited. I posted uh, on my Instagram story. I was like, if you know me, you know, this is a huge deal. Like something like that. And then my friend responded, he goes, it's almost like, if you know, you know. And I was like, oh my God, I just kind of did it. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck dude. I think I'm to call myself bail though. I think I kind of didn't because. I basically said exactly what, like, I'm saying. You didn't why just I'm say IYKYK. And I put, like, a, it was Snow Allegra. I put a Snow Allegra song. I put a gif of Tyler the Creator. Like, I made it very obvious what I was talking about that I used the phrase, but I didn't leave it up for interpretation. So I'm going to say I didn't do it, even though I kind of did. Yeah, you're acquitted. Yeah, thank God. We need <laughs> the gavel. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our boy Drake, he is in the news because he purchased a bed for $400,000. Light work, just a little chump change. $400,000 bed. And you know what I actually thought, I read the article, was a bigger statistic about this bed than it costing $400,000? What? It weighs one ton. Is that like 2,000 pounds? It weighs 2,000 pounds. How? No, it doesn't. I, I, I mean, according to the how, article I read, it does. How, I feel like... I feel like that would fall through your fucking floor. 2,000 pounds? How that? How could your house even support a 2,000 pound bed? And one's like, what? Hold on. I'm going to find, I'm going to find the line to I make actually, sure I'm reading it correctly. I actually don't believe that. 
Um, so why was it four hundred thousand dollars? Like, why was what was so cool about it? Oh, so it's made by this uh, company called Hostins, um, and it's made out of. Is it horse hair? I forget what the inside is stuffed with. The inside is stuffed with something ridiculous, like horse hair or goat hair or something like that. Okay. And then the outside is made of stingray skin. Have you ever pet a stingray? I actually don't think I have, to be at, honest. At like the zoo petting exhibits? No, I never have. If you ever have? Comfy as fuck. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking? You're going to put some linens on that bitch anyway. Does it matter what the... To waste that much money and that many stingrays on yeah, whatever like, that feels. You're, you're not, not laying directly on it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you do when you buy a mattress for that much. Just linen free. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, if I'm spending $400,000 for the bet, like I should be able to just lay on it as is. I feel like that should be how it works. It's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it comes with like a, maybe it has a something that puts those little corner pieces around the corner for you. So that way you never have to do that part. That's the most annoying part Ooh, of making the bed. That is true. Yeah. The fitted sheet fitted sheet. Yeah. I never know where the right way to do it is. And it's all, or if you have a bed that's up against the wall, then you're trying to, you know, get around like how it's pressing against the wall. Yeah. I'm not good with that. Here we go. The, um, the mattress is meticulously handcrafted with horse hair and sits atop a solid base of upholstered, debossed, check pattern, new buck with gold brass detailing. This all weighs roughly one ton and takes roughly 600 hours to produce. 600? That, that makes sense. That, that's like more than it probably takes to build a fucking house. <laughs> what does that mean? How long do you think 600 hours is? If it, like in straight oh God, days. That's so many. That's so much math. I wasn't math. I'm going to do it right now. Though. I don't know. My brain doesn't it's work. Actually, not. It's not as much as you th probably think it? it is. Twenty-five days. That's a lot of twenty-four hour days. So let's assume that's a lot. They're probably <laughs> so, that's a lot. <laughs> they're probably working on this bed, like say eight hours a day. If you're so, only working the eight hours a day. That's a lot. It took them seventy-five days to make Drake's bed. That's a lot. Let's not look past the fact that it's made out of stingray skin. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like the weirdest thing you who could possibly make think, a bed out of. Yeah, who'd even think that that would be a good material to use it for? Yeah, what kind of sick fuck is just going around the world and petting animals yeah, just to? Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna turn. Bed. I'm gonna turn seventy five of you into a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> if what, what do you think? What would be like a comfortable thing to use for a mattress? Like, what material do you think would be more comfortable than what's traditionally used for mattresses? Probably, I'm trying to think of the softest thing I've ever pet. Oh man, I can't do it. Usually I only pet like cats and dogs. That yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't want to say a dog. I, but. Pet a dog. <laughs> I pet a dog this weekend that was so fucking soft that that was the first thing that just popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, um, you, can't, you can't make it out of dogs. be fucked. What about like ass cheeks? Just a bunch of like. Just booty or boobies? Or boobs. Just a bunch of boobs? Just a bunch of but tits. See, I feel like. Just, I feel no like, nipples though. Yeah. So I was going to say like the nipples would be like annoying. Like, yeah. Fucking. Get the get the fuck out of here with the nipples. But then also, but I don't want to lay on nippleless boobs. That's kind of gross looking. I feel like then butts make more sense. Is a nipple, is a nippleless boob, is a nippleless set of boobs just a set of butt cheeks? Does it need the hole? I guess if you're just saying cheeks, then yeah, probably. A couple of cheeks. But those are some bouncy butt cheeks, you know? They are. And you would need something to fill in the gaps. So basically just human skin, I guess, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I want but a cellulite. I want the cellulite. 
So I want my bed stuffed with cellulite. <laughs> yeah. From from humans. Yeah, I want some thick Like straight out of, wait, <laughs> I'm going to make myself throw up real That's quick. Gross. But you just like hang out outside the liposuction facility. Dude, that's you- <laughs> so gross. Why'd you say that? What the fuck? That's the, so, that's, no, that's, fuck that. I don't even know. This could have been, this could have been really funny. We could have went somewhere really good with this. And that just, that was fucking disgusting. So I'm stuffing my bed no, with, so with cellulite. Oh. And then, that's so gross. And then, um, I mean, it's tough to beat stingray skin. That's just so unique. And I, I remember being younger and being at the zoo and petting them. And it was so, they're just so soft. I feel like you got to use something that sounds like stingray kind of sounds badass. So I feel like you needed to use something that's more badass. Shark skin, something crazy. Shark skin would be cool. Shark skin would be dope. Al- mm, alligator skin would be uncomfortable, no, right? That's gross. It, yeah. I mean, I don't think it'd be gross. Be like bumpy. And it would like be the, uncomfortable, yeah, uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. But again, I'm going to put a sheet on it. Maybe even a mattress pad. <laughs> you imagine you buy this four hundred thousand, and then you you get a hundred dollar mattress you pad get a box to put on top. A mattress pad, like yeah, <laughs> just fucking ruin it. You just put it right on the floor, like college style. No no bed frame or anything. It's just in the corner <laughs> of your room on the floor. I think the move would be butt cheeks. A mattress of butt cheeks. A mattress made of butt cheeks. Probably the move. Yeah. Mm, or thighs. I love nah. laying my head on a nice thigh. Maybe thighs saying. would be your, maybe butt cheeks would be your pillows. Yeah. Butt cheeks would be good pillows. Yeah. Butt yeah, cheeks yeah. would actually, we should make pillows shaped like butt cheeks. Cause you imagine Put your face right in between the cheeks. You could, yeah. Like if perfect. you wanted to have a little bit more support, you could kind of do you know, just a head on one of the single of the two cheeks. But then if maybe you're watching TV, you're going to prop yourself up and put like right your neck. It's, it's almost like a neck pillow. Exactly. Like a, a pair of butts around your neck on the plane. Exactly. On it's it. just like the airplane <laughs> pillows. You just like have your, your head resting in between the two ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, like you're wearing them like headphones, like earmuffs. <laughs> you, we could, now that you mention it, we could put speakers <laughs> on the inside of the ass cheeks. <laughs> That'd be that'd be a good product. That would sell, I think. Um, Don't steal our business idea. But yeah, another day in the life of being fucking Drake. Um, Can you imagine what it's like to be someone like Drake? I heard this the other day. It's getting a little off topic, but who do you think is the most recognizable human? I'll tell you who I think the right answer is that this person gave. But then I want to see if you can pull anyone out of your ass. Oh, shit. Uh, I feel like Drake is up there, but his problem is like, I don't know international. Like we're saying just in the country or internationally. Cause when you say international, then I'm, then I'm going to say like Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah. But Ronaldo and Messi are still, I think they're a little too normal looking. Ronaldo's really hot. I know he's really good looking. Do you know someone said, told me this weekend that Messi used to have a, like, you know, the Hasbulla guy that's going viral. Hasbulla. The, the disease he has that makes him look like a little kid apparently Messi had that same thing no way someone told me that and they said it's apparently curable he got the Benjamin Bond apparently it's curable when you're younger so apparently Messi got the proper whatever he needed to not look like that and I guess this Hasbula guy whatever the fuck his name is didn't did you see he was FaceTiming Kanye yes that was funny Jesus I still don't that's something I haven't I haven't caught on to it yet. I'm still waiting to get on board with it. I'm not on board with it yet. I know. I just see retweets from people yeah. on my timeline. I'm not against him yet, but I'm not for him right now. He's I'm on the fence still. It's it, I mean, it cracks me up every time. 
it doesn't even crack me up. I think that's why I'm on the fence still. Like I don't laugh at it. It's like a baby doing adult things. Yeah, because it's but an adult. I don't know. It's just I, something about it just doesn't do it for me. I, I was know. rewatching because uh, uh, Andy Min- Milanakis. Yeah, he had that. He had that too. Yeah. I, I was telling Haley about the Andy Milanakis show the other day. She had never heard of it. Phenomenal show. And we found ourselves rewatching some episodes, and there was the part that's like, uh, "Hey, what do you hate about Easter?" he's like, ah, I hate the smelly eggs. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, say that again. And he goes, the smelly eggs. <laughs> I would like to watch it again to see if it still hit the same. Uh, it kind of does. It kind of hits better. It, it was a very funny show. I'm surprised he doesn't still do something like he, you know, he makes rap music a lot of times with Chief Keef. Really? He's like boys with Chief Keef and they make music a lot. Like he's a rapper kind of. He's a super popular uh, Twitch streamer right now. Really? Yeah. He games a lot and he is popular. Good doing for him. That. Yeah. He deserves it. Right. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, long. let's wrap it up. Um, What's your recommendation? You said you wrote it down. Oh, uh, really quick before we wrap it up. I want to tell you who I think the most recognizable oh, yeah, person yeah, in the world that. is. Who? Shaq. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good that's answer. That's the answer, right? Basketball is a pretty international sport. And he's, he's seven foot stands one. Stands out so different. Yeah, yeah, that is the right answer. I agree with that. Um, so my reco is uh, going back to the boxing thing. And I was going to tell you who I think my the fighter that I like wish everyone was is his name's Joe Kalzaki. You've probably never heard of him. He's like probably one of the most underrated boxers of all time. You'll know this. The current boxer? No, was. Okay. Watch the documentary, Mr. Kalzaki. It's the best documentary I've ever watched in my life. How do you spell that? It's um, Mr. That's M-R. Okay. Is there a period after that? Uh, Yeah. And then there's a period. Okay. And then Kalzaki is C-A-L-Z-A-G-H-E. Never would have gotten that. I so know I nobody would have because it, yeah. it's probably more like Calzaghi, but I think it's Calzaghi. It's super Italian, but watch it. It's unreal. You're going to be like, this guy's the best boxer of all time. And I've never fucking heard of him before. All right. Punches and bunches, baby punches and bunches. Um. Okay. I'm going to do a song. I'm going to do another white wolf song. Oh, I meant to say go journey last week. Yeah. That song is fucking fire. Did you like that song, Strawberry Banana? Yeah. yeah. And that's not to say any of the other ones weren't fire, but that yeah. one specifically came on after I was done listening today. And I was like, wow, this song fucking slaps. Yeah. he And I'm also pretty excited. There's one, he, because he's sent me a lot of his music that he hasn't released yet. And there's a few I fucking love. And I hound him all the time. Like, dude, you got to drop this one. And he keeps being like, yeah, like, because there's a few, he's like working with other people. So like, there's a lot more logistics to, to it coming out. But I've heard some that I like even more than that one that I love. So I'm like, I hope it comes out soon. But yeah, that's good. He's one of my, I've been friends with him since we were little. Like, good dude. Nice. Um, yeah, let me know. Journey. Yeah, Journey. Let me know what you think of my rap song this week. That's better. true. Um, so White Wolf, Drunk Girl, and Dingo Beats put out a song called 98 Subaru this weekend. And I listened to it for the first time on my drive to Casey's house. And it was very good. Um, so people should listen to that. Love you guys. Love you guys. Spent a lot of money, I know that you were loud I tried to get you noticed, try to stand out in the crowd I would turn the speakers up so we could blow this party down Always kept the windows shut so we could box it with the clothes, yeah Mushrooms. I parked on the side street Told her that I loved her Then fucked her in the back
backseat I've been coming down now Happy that we made it We should roll this slip and smoke before we go get wasted in my I got a feeling that we've been here before. Have we done this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a feeling that we've been here before. Have we done this before? She this shit to my girl. She told me that she hated us. At least I said I love you right before I went and made it. Say these lyrics just for fun. Plus you beg me when I'm famous. Cause this looks a fucking banger. They'll be singing it for ages. I just did some mushrooms. I parked on the side street. Told her that I Try to keep it on the low, low